listening to Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time, period, with W. Kamau Bell and Kevin Avery. All right, welcome to episode one of Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time, period. Uh, my name is Kevin Avery. And my name is W. Kamau Bell. And that's it. Podcast. We did it, right? This <laughs> we is, uh, did it. I feel like it time went pretty s- smoothly. Time to sing the Doris theme song. We did it. You don't have any children. I don't. No, I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. That you know. I thought you said the Doors for a moment. The Doors. No. Yes. I got to press up on my classic rock. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, one of the Doors' most famous songs. It calls "We Did It." And he spins in a circle, and yeah, it's a great one. I've no, seen Dora, one Dora episode the Explorer. of Dora the Explorer. One episode, and it might have okay. been at your house. No, first of all, it wasn't at my house because you would not be at my house at six o'clock in the morning when we were watching Dora the Explorer. So you now the know. question is, you don't know what I'm doing. You don't know my agenda. Okay, all right. Anyway, <laughs> my name is Debbie Kamal Bell. I'm a stand-up comedian and formerly the host of a TV show known as Totally Biased. Uh, that's my current resume. Your resume is bad when it's formerly. Formerly, you know? yeah. yeah. Used to be. Yeah, I Used like to that. Be. And, and Kevin, what do you do? Uh, I am also a stand-up comedian, which is how we met and uh, back in our old San Francisco days. And now I'm a writer. I used to be a writer on your show. Uh, and now I'm a writer on uh, John Oliver's show, uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver on HBO. Wow. Do you contractually have to say the whole... You said John Oliver I do. Last Week Tonight with John Oliver on HBO. There are uh, HBO guys standing over me as we speak. <laughs> if I don't say it right, I get a club in. A club into the head, yeah, um, and yeah, we're here to talk about uh, Denzel Washington being the greatest actor of all time. Period. Yeah, I think I think that's what that's the clear distinction this podcast wants to make. I think people, a lot of people, think he's maybe think he's one of the greatest actors ever, or yeah. you know, or a great actor. And we're trying to say in this podcast that no, he is absolutely without a doubt the greatest actor of all time. Period. 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 Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that uh, I think we always we always knew, but didn't realize that the, the other of us knew. To get, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that the normals didn't know. We didn't realize that the, norm, yeah, the normals we, didn't know. <laughs> the normals, yeah, we didn't have any idea that we were like of this. I guess I don't know fraternity of people who are enlightened. Would you say that? We're- Enlightened by having this information. Can you have a two-person fraternity? I don't know if that's possible. That's just two dudes hanging out. Yeah, I know. I think it could be done. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're the smallest black fraternity ever. (laughs) It's like alphas, sigmas, omegas, uh, qs, kappas, then uh, these two dudes. Then then come on, Kevin, the KKs. Yeah. Yes. I like it. One one short of the triple. That's very important. Yeah. Remember when we were going to do a show (laughs) called... Called KKK. Yes, it was with our, with our friend Kate. It was yes, it was uh, Kevin, Kate, and Kamau. We should full disclosure. We um, used to have another podcast um, back in the day called Before Cisco podcasts were a thing. It wasn't even yeah yeah. I think it was called online radio back then. Basically, yeah. Uh, we, we were Siskel and Negro, and uh, that's and who and about. who was Siskel? <sighs> I look. That was never. I stand by the fact that it was really never officially designated who was Siskel and who was Negro. See, we named the podcast Siskel and Negro, and then at some point people would ask us which one of us was Siskel and which one of us was Negro, and Kev would always go, ah, it's not really, it just, it's just sort of the name, and then I would have a look in my face and say, you know who it is. Well, I, first of all, I don't know why I take offense either way. <laughs> yeah, you know what, I'm Siskel. 
God damn yeah. it. And proud of it. Proud to be the Siskel. The, the Siskel, yes. And I'm, I'm proud to be the Negro. Sure. I, I have no problem with that. I think you had a fence because you felt like it was taking away your black card because you, you weren't getting <laughs> Negro credit. If I recall from all the times we talked about it. Uh, when Siskel was around, I, I believe he had his own black card. So <laughs> I think It was never really taken away, I guess is It was what never I'm really saying. taken away. I'm trying to think of some joke about Roger Ebert's black card with a black woman, but since he's passed away, I think I'm going to skip it. Let's, yeah, let's let that go. <laughs> Moment of silence for Roger, Roger Ebert and uh, Gene Siskel. Yes, yes. So anyway, yeah, uh, but even on that show, we got, an, oh, so we had another member, Kate, uh, our co-host, and we were the, we, we fooled, you know, played around with the idea of uh, KKK as our, as our, yes, you know, Kevin Kamau and Kate. I, that I think was that fun. was my idea. I just like to reclaim, I like to reclaim things. Like, you know, it's the same way that like, you know, they talk about hip hop reclaiming the N-bomb. I was trying to reclaim the letters KKK. It just seems sad to let them go. I was. I think for a minute we were going to go that way, and then it got yeah. changed to something else. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. And then we. And then when something. Yeah. Then nothing happened, and we didn't do it. Basically. But. Uh, yeah. But. But now. Right we're at past the that. at the height of the podcast boom, we. Right before the podcast boom is when we decided. You know, this isn't really going anywhere, and we and we stopped. We just quit. Yeah. No. We've we've made we've made some bad decisions in our past, but luckily, yeah. uh, at least for one of us, you know, things have changed. You're you're on the hottest comedy show on television right now. Uh. Yeah. It's fun. And uh, and you are a TV show guy. I can't say that. I work on that? a TV show. You are a TV show guy. What do you mean? I'm a TV show guy. What does that You're mean? You're a guy that's on TV. Was that? But what does that mean? That's not. A, that's not a title. What does that mean? <laughs> it's, I'm making it one. Oh, that. Uh, so are you trying to make me feel better about being unemployed? Is that what that is? No, people. I don't care what people say. People love being unemployed. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. That, I've been un- unemployed a lot in my life. Had a lot of jobs and a lot of unemployment, and it is, it's, you know why I know I like being unemployed? Because when I get a job, I used to, I remember I used to get these jobs, and the day before I would start the new job, I would just be dreading it. And th- yeah. I mean, weeks would go by, and I'd be struggling to find a job, and I'd finally get one, and then I'd be bummed out that I found a job. Well, I remember we used to live together at that point, and then you, it was like always like going back to school for you. Yeah, like it was like a kid who has this summer's over. Oh, it was the worst. I should say these were not jobs in television. John Oliver, please don't fire me. Uh, I like my job now, um, and I liked working on your show. But you thought that I like I worked in the tech industry for a long time. Yeah, and I didn't no, know what I, I was doing. Yeah, I and just then you worked on my show, and yeah, well, <laughs> I don't. I don't entirely blame you. I've said this before. I don't entirely blame you. <laughs> try to keep. Try but the to thing, Kevin, I, I just want to point out one big difference between us for the uh for the for the listeners who don't know when you mm-hmm. say unemployment is fun uh are you married oh no how many kids do you have i got none okay see that's that's when you can be what's quote-unquote fun employed when you're married with a kid and a kid on the way unemployment's not so much fun yeah it's it's kind of a bummer who wants to go to the movies me <laughs> right now yeah let's go i'm not doing anything who wants to Put sit some on the pants couch? on? Yeah. Who wants to sit on the couch and feel the crushing weight of his life on his shoulders? <laughs> I don't, but I will anyway. Hey, but you know, you've got a family. Yeah, no, it's great. No, having a family is great. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it cuts into your uh, PlayStation time. That's all I'm saying. Totally, I get that. You have to teach the little ones to play PlayStation. Yeah, no, she has no. She has no time for that. It's it's. It's a, it's all Daniel Tiger and Doc McStuffins. There's no time for PlayStation. Well, that sounds fun. 
It is fun. It was a good show. But we're here not to just talk about uh, my daughter's favorite shows on uh, PBS Kids and Disney Junior. We're also here to talk about the greatest actor of all time, Denzel Washington. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, so let's really get into why we are, why we're doing this podcast, why we like Denzel. What is it about him that, you know, makes it, you know, it makes him the greatest actor of all time? Well, I mean, me personally, I feel like, you know, he is a great actor. He's he's won two Academy Awards, a best actor and a best supporting actor, which doesn't mean doesn't mean that that's you don't have to get that stuff to be a great no. actor, but but he has them and it, you know, it helps. But I feel like unlike any other actor, Denzel Washington, not only has he got to be a great actor, but he's I think he's like the last black actor in Hollywood who has to be an example to the community. Mhm. Like he has, to, like he, yeah. he can't, he yeah. can't get caught in the club. Right. He can't, you know, even it's funny because we, you know, he can't get caught up doing something stupid. And I, you know, I don't know what he's doing, but he doesn't get caught up do, doing stupid things because he has to be, he's like, it's, it's basically Sidney Portier handed him the baton yeah. and Denzel has, has the baton. He's probably been looking to pass it off. And Will Smith's like, no, thank you. I like to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, Will Smith know. is in a whole other weird area where he's kind of uh, Denzelish in that in that way in the behavior. I mean, we've talked about Will Smith is sort of trying to go down a line of uh, I don't know what the, not do gooder, but just. Um, well, no, he's a clean he's, slate, clean living kind of dude. He is clean cut, but then you hear all those weird stories about, I mean, I don't, you know, you just, like that photo came out, with, not that I don't think there's anything wrong with the photo necessarily, but the photo came out with his daughter and that and that dude who was like 20, and they were sitting on a bed together. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think people made a lot about nothing, like, you know, it's just, you know, 100 years ago, that you know, not 100 years ago, but 10 years ago that photo would have been taken, none of us would have seen it, you know, but thanks to the internet, we all get to see it. Well, I think uh, I think uh, Will Smith's kids are doing everything Will Smith has been trying not to do. Like, the kids showing up at the wedding in the Batman costume. Yeah. <laughs> a Batman <laughs> costume. Look, I love Batman. Even I, that's too far for me. That's Even like going you. to court in your Star Trek uniform, as far as I'm concerned. It's just weird. You know you would show up in a Batman costume. Uh, <laughs> look, maybe some sort of Batman-themed tux. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Batman-oriented. I would not show up in the full, in the suit. His son showed up in a Batman, in a Batman costume for a wedding? Yeah, there's a picture of it somewhere online. Uh, I, no, it was Kim and Kanye's wedding. Uh, well... It was if the wedding of Kimmy. I guess there were probably be, several other people there in Batman. Yeah, let's let's be honest. If, if there's a wedding to show up wearing a Batman costume, it's probably Kim and Kanye's wedding. It's Point probably taken. not going to be noticed. Point taken. You're right. Uh, Kanye might Kanye might be mad that you outdressed him and go get his own Batman costume, <laughs> but I think that that it's fine. But but even that though. But Will Smith has this whole family where they're all out in the public all the time, and yeah. they're sort of they're all stars. Yeah. Whereas Denzel, it's him. He's married. He's married to his wife, but you don't see her that often. Mm-hmm. He's got kids. You don't hear about them. You know, nobody's nobody's Instagramming or tweeting or yeah. you know, you know. I think Will Smith had that. Will Smith's kid had that tweet where he said school was something about how school was stupid or something. Oh, you know, Denzel's yeah. kids don't tweet like that. You know, Denzel's like that. He's like that old school Hollywood guy where you don't know much about his family. He's just a leading man, but then he's also this new school Hollywood guy, and that he does all the you know he does all the big movies. Well, it's weird, and we're gonna get into some some other Denzel new stuff uh, in a little bit that might that changes this a tiny bit, but uh, he it. it I feel like Denzel has made because you're right. He avoids the tabloids. Mm-hmm. People aren't really taught. He's not in the new. People somehow don't know his every move or what he's doing or where he's at. 
Yeah. Even if you hear yeah. stuff about him, no one can prove it. No one ever knows. <laughs> he's, I feel like Denzel has beaten the internet. Yeah, yeah. He He's done what no one else can. Even I, if you go on, like, I was just reading, you go on, like, Google, uh, Google Maps has a, a chart, has that, that thing where they could track where you and your phone have been all over town. And you, Wait, you, wait you, say, say what? Yeah, I can't, I... I looked at it for a few minutes and then I tried to make it work and uh, it got confusing and. Wait, you were trying to track. You were trying to track your phone or Denzel's phone. My, my look, I haven't yet acquired Denzel's phone number. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's an ongoing project. Uh, but no, I was trying to track my phone. I used something I saw on Facebook and it was yeah. basically like you know another some article that says that was talking about how Google is tracking our phones and you can go on, it's not Google, it's something, I don't know. Point is, uh, we're all doomed. And okay. our, our movements are being tracked and it's 1984. Um, yes. But I would imagine if you if you did have Denzel's phone and you went on that map to see where he'd been, you'd just see nothing. You'd just be <laughs> just, uh, like, well, we can't, how does Google not know where Denzel is? Like, it's, I feel like it would just be just... It would be a picture of Denzel just, you know, grinning at you. You know, I feel like I feel like Denzel is if you're if you're around Denzel a lot, it's a little bit like uh, Frank on House of Cards, where he's constantly breaking phones and throwing them in the trash <laughs> <laughs> and saying to his saying to his assistant, "I need a new burner." <laughs> like, I just feel like he's he's constantly probably staying off the grid very consciously. Well, that's interesting. that's my favorite thing about House of Cards, by the way. That show is that people constantly breaking phones, throwing yeah. them in the trash, and then picking up the phone and saying, "I need a new phone," and it just shows up the next scene. I think that I would love to be able to live my life that way. I plus the excitement of getting a new phone like every other week. <laughs> that's just fun. Whenever they I see sh- that, they're like, here's your new phone, sir. I'm kind of like, oh, like a little part of me dies and like, oh, I wish I. They like never when show someone the- else gets a package and you don't. Yeah, they never show the part on House of Cards where the where then Frank is in trying to put all his apps back onto his new phone. They never show <laughs> where he's trying to sync back it. What's my Facebook password so I can get back on Spotify? Struggling before I before I kill this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it seems like this might be a good time for us to take a quick break and come back. Sure. Hey, thanks for listening to Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time, period. If you like this show, then you should check out some more podcasts on Wolf Pop, like Reading Aloud with Nate Cordry at www.wolfpop.com. Nate Cordry loves the written word, but he also loves the spoken word. So we brought them both together in a single podcast. It's a literary variety show of sorts featuring gorgeously read stories and some great discussion about your favorite literature. Reading Aloud presents some of the best live renditions of some of the most interesting works of literature of our time. And a brand new episode with Amy Mann is available for download today at www.wolfpop.com. You're listening to the podcast. Denzel Washington is the greatest actor of all time, period. With W. Kamau Bell and Kevin Avery, I think is how it's pronounced. Why would you do that? Why would Why you would do, do that? that? It's like you won't, you won't stop... You did this on the old show. Why you got to bring me down? Be, being professional? I did uh, that on the old show. I like the, the voice. Bringing, bringing the level of quality up? I did that on the old show. Carrying you? Did I do that on the old show? Too? Oh, yeah. That's what, yeah. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> when you see that footprints in the sand fo- uh, poem in, in uh, your grandmother's house. That's because I already you, left, son. <laughs> you know that's about me carrying you, right? Is that that's, what that- that's, that's not about God. That's about, that was Kamau. That, that's Kevin. That's the time that Kamau was carrying you. How do you know what's in my grandma's house? That's weird. 
<laughs> we've, we've talked about this. A before. little, a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> Me and your grandma. Yeah, boy. Uh, <laughs> it's got middle school in here. <laughs> but anyway, you're back to this is Denzel Washington's greatest actor of all time. Period. My name's W. Kamal Bell. Hey, I'm Kevin Avery. And now we're going to get into the Denzelishness of it. Uh, and this time we're going to talk about we have a thing we the five errors of Denzel Washington, which is a thing that I think will help us define what we're talking about when we're talking about Denzel Washington movies. And But before we get into that, I have a question. It feels like if we're going to start this podcast talking about Denzel Washington's the greatest actor of all time, I have a pop quiz qu- question for Kevin. A pop quiz question. Uh, question. That's a hard word to say. Kesha? Is she Kesha. Kesha? <laughs> My first guess is Kesha. <laughs> wow. That, it wouldn't make sense, but it would, get, it would be amazing. <laughs> Imagine uh, that. <laughs> I have a pop quiz question for Kevin Avery. Okay. If we're going to talk about Denzel, what are your five favorite Denzel Washington movies? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, off the top of my head, well, I, I, I don't know in any particular order, but I can say. No, just off, just off the top. Definitely, um, Out of Time and, uh, Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide might be my favorite Denzel movie. Um, but Crimson Tide, Out of Time, I, I think, um, I think maybe Flight and, um, this is not going to be as popular, but Book of Eli. Okay. Uh, okay. And then, see, that's weird, though, because American Gangster is one of those movies that every time it comes on TV, I have to, like, I have to stop and watch it. It's but, a TNT sit down. You're going to be here for a while. It's yeah. one of those movies. It's like, yeah, comes I on can't TNT, look away. Like, but TNT, I had things to do today. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah. Not, nah. Not for the next two hours, you don't. Sit down and but learn TNT, something, son. But I got to pick my daughter up from camp. Nah, she, you're going to be late today, nigga. She cool. She cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Just sit down. Just yeah. sit down. But the problem but, with that is that Malcolm X is so so great and so epic, I think. So wait, uh, what did, you, did you name five already? Is that six? What yeah, you, so so no, I think I think what it is, it's, uh, it's uh, Crimson Tide. Out of Time, Flight, uh, Book of Eli, and American Gangster. Oh, so Malcolm X uh, just just didn't even. I th- I just, just I haven't even... seen I haven't seen Malcolm X in so long, mm. but I know oh. I know how much. When's the last time you saw Citizen Kane? Is that still is that is that not good anymore either? Okay. When's the last time you saw your mom? Has it been has it been long <laughs> enough that she's not any good anymore either? Is that how it works with you, Kevin? She's still great. out of sight, out of mind. She's still okay. First of all, I think it's funny that you said Book of Eli would be would be one that surprised people when you put Out of Time on it, a movie that well ninety nine percent of the yeah ninety nine percent of people listening are like Out of what? Out <laughs> well, of who? I think a lot of people actively don't like Book of Eli, whereas a lot of people just didn't know there was a movie. Yeah, called Out of Time. time they, but if I say Out of Time, people go, Oh, I guess he had. A, if I say Book of Eli, they're like, What? Like, I think people got weirded out by the biblical thing. I just well, was like, It was a cool action movie. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> Denzel's just, just whooping like, ass. I just like the way he kicks people in the head. Yeah. I ain't worried about no God. <laughs> uh, well, that's funny that you say that because here's my list, which is the reason why I wanted to do this because I figured our list would be very different. Uh-huh. And uh, But the crossover is uh, is not one I was expecting. But uh, So my my list of Denzel Washington movies are, in, in no particular order, are, uh, let me go to the list, is uh, from the top of my head, Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Because because I have respect for black Jesus. people in black history and the struggle of our past. Okay, you know that's hey, me. That's I'm- me and Spike Lee. I got res- I got respect for Spike Lee too. But you you do what you do. Okay. Uh, so Malcolm X, uh-huh. Inside Man, 
Oh, like a, oh yeah, shit. yeah. No, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, nope, no, no. Nope, Inside nope, man, I, I have to change my list up. Nope. Wait, it's my turn. That was my turn. Yeah, go ahead. You just you have you have I have double respect for Spike Lee. <laughs> I want to make that clear. And, uh, so Inside Man, uh-huh. and then I got uh, uh, Mo Better Blues. Okay. And then I got uh, where am I at? Oh shoot. Uh, the one we have, the crossover one we have that I think is interesting is uh, Book of Eli. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah, I, I thought, it's funny because every time we sort of talked about it, we haven't really gotten into it recently, but I thought maybe you didn't like it, so I was surprised to hear it on your on your, on your your top list. No, I love Book of Eli. I, but I like that kind of, I like a post-apocalyptic thing. I yeah. like kind of the you know dude wandering around in the desert. I love... You the, like a good Sixth Sensian twist? Yeah. You like a good, like... <laughs> sure. But he's dead the whole... Oh, you like a, you like a movie that ends with a... Oh, yeah. oh, so that's his sister. Oh. Yeah, I like a little bit of that. In this case, that was not oh, the strong Oh, but it's all happening... At, oh, it's all happening backwards. Oh, you, you like a movie that ends I like do that. Li- I do enjoy that. In this case, though, in the Book of Eli, that is not... That wasn't the big attraction for me. Um, but I still... I thought, oh, that's interesting. But overall, I just love the movie. I like. Denzel. And then my other, my fifth one on the list is the Hurricane. Mm. I think I knew that one. Yeah. Now that's one that it came out in the theaters, and I saw it. I don't. I know I saw it more than once in the theaters, and it's it's not. It's a movie that I'm like sit down. And also because of that movie, I read the books. There's two books about that guy, Reuben Hurricane Carter, uh-huh. and I read both of them, and they were both great. And uh, yeah, so I just I got totally immersed in the hurricane due to that movie, which is a thing that happens with me and Denzel. I'm kind of like like before Malcolm X came out, I'd never read the autobiography of Malcolm X, and then I read it, and it became it's one of it's still probably my favorite book of all time, uh, next to like you know uh, you know uh, the Giving Tree, and because uh, I'm sensitive, <laughs> sure, right, of course, <laughs> yeah, no, and uh, and and the Lorax because I care about the environment, okay, oh, but. So yeah, so I think that's what happens with me and Denzel. I get sucked into whatever his when he's doing those historical movies, whatever mm-hmm. that universe is about, and I start to read all the stuff. And so that definitely had with Malcolm X. I had I had an X Cap. Did you have an X Cap, Kevin? Um, I had an X Medallion. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure I had an X Cap. I'm sure oh. I had jeans with X's on them. <laughs> uh, yo, I was all about the struggle, son. <laughs> I was all about. I was you immersed in that cross colors hip hop craze. Uh, yeah, I was all about it. Yeah, well, even your voice is changing. You got I had an African medallion. I had an African medallion made out of uh, like leather and suede. I think my uh, brother actually made it. Like he was making the African medallion. <laughs> your brother, your brother, who now? What does your brother do? I feel like I don't know what your brother do. I just know he works in an office and he has coffee standing over people's <laughs> cubicles. I can just picture him standing over a cubicle with a coffee mug, talking about. So how was your weekend? Yeah, that's pretty much it. And I, I love your brother. He's great, but I just to think of him like in his bedroom cutting African medallions. <laughs> For some reason, I picture like some sort of blacksmith setup where he's like, bong! I know that they don't need all that, but I picture a whole like elaborate thing happening in your house in the suburbs. Oh, Brian used to be all about the Afrocentricity. He was, uh, he was listening to X-Clan constantly. Um, I think maybe even, not Poor Righteous Teachers, but uh, there was another one. He w- I mean, Brian was all, all about it, all about the struggle. It's all about the struggle, and now he's all about the uh, the. Once you struggle, you should uh, you yeah. know have a nice house, make them dollars, fool. Yeah, no, that's all right. That's, that's all right. yeah, that's how Brian rolls. I understand. I'm right there with him. Yeah. So so wait. So I wanted to do that because I figured our list would be very would be very different. Because for example, Crimson Tide would probably not make my top ten Denzel Washington movie. I list. mean, I watched it recently. 
And I'm I've not forgotten saying, how much I. No, I'm not saying I don't. I'm not saying that you're criticizing. I'm just saying. No, no, I, I am. Every I'm, time criti- I wa- I'm not criticizing the movie. I'm just criticizing you. I just want to be clear. It's not about the movie. It's just just about go you. to hell. Listen, that movie is one of. It's one of those films. I watch it, and every time I see it, I, I there are lines and just things that it's it's. And first of all, I love submarine movies. So that's another big. Uh, that's, that's, I feel like we need to be on a therapist couch to really reveal why you love submarine movies. Uh, yeah, I'm a I like big, small enclosed spaces with yeah. with with uh, men who have something they need to get done, and someone's in charge of them. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It sounds like a good time. Uh, but and that's why Which is I funny, like uh, you would be the, the worst. October. You'd be the worst military person in the history of the military. Oh hell yeah, no, I could never. That's what my parents. That's why I went to college. My parents threatened me with. They just told me you have to go to college, and if I didn't, the the choices were um, either going into the military, which I was like, what, or being a longshoresman, and I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> Longshore, <laughs> but they were like, you're gonna be a longshoreman, and I'm like, uh, I just figured it would be I'd be on a dock somewhere, and so I was like, I'm not doing that. It sounds like you got to get up early. And, yeah, you uh, got to get up early. Earlier than the military for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the longshoremen actually unload the stuff that the military needs. So they yeah. have to get up before the military. I can't uh, on a. Why would your parents. I mean, let's to paint the scene just because people don't know. You're from San Jose, California, but you're from the suburbs of San Jose, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you lived. You lived didn't you live on a street called Olive Branch Olive Lane? Olive Branch Lane, which was off of a street called Lazy River Way. Yeah, so there were and, and, there were no longshoremen for yeah for states. <laughs> How did your parents get the longshore? Where did that come from? Well, my dad was from Alabama, so he probably that- knew all about. <laughs> for all I know, he was a longshoreman at one point. That's what I like the fact that Alabama equals longshoreman. He was from I'm- Lynette, Alabama, so, and okay. and I just assumed when he said that to me, I was like, "So wait, I got to go to Alabama." Like that's what I. It just all seemed like that's that's what that. But was you all about. you went to college in Alabama. Then I ended up going to college out yeah out there after all. I went to Tuskegee University and 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 ironically majored in longshoremanship. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Found a career. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do on uh, John Oliver's show. I'm the longshoreman. I'm the uh, little known fact. Oh, that's it's. They need that. Every every union has a has a job that's longshoreman, and you are the one on. The I'm the guy. I am the guy. I wear my overalls every day. So, Crimson Tide, you are a fan of that style of movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I, it it's because it, it was very tense and it's very urgent. And I, I like that type of thing. I mean, I, I'm totally fine with that movie, but I'm just told, like that type of movie, the sort of the. I mean, there's, there's, there seems like there was an era in the '90s where that was a movie, like that was, like you said, the Hunt for Red October, and I actually yeah. get those confused because they both have, the, really? they both have crimson and red in them. So I always think that Denzel was in it with Alec Baldwin, and you know, and <laughs> um, Gene Hackman is in. I think he was in most movies in the '90s, so he was probably in both of them. Well, I Hunt for Red October, I would say, is a superior movie, is a far superior movie to Crimson Tide. I just, it just by its cast, and I mean. Granted, you know Gene Hackman and Denzel, amazing. Uh, Viggo Mortensen is in it too. Uh, James Gandolfini. It's a, it's great cast. But Hunt for Red October, that movie it was just an amazing film. But uh, but Crimson Time. But they both had that same element of like we are we are on this submarine. We're kind of stuck here. Things have gone horribly awry. And uh, how are we going to fix this? And also more submarines. That's all you need. <laughs> More submarines showing up. Like, that's great. What could you possibly? You know what? I'm I'm on a submarine now. 
It's just fun. <laughs> I just don't. I, I. I mean, I totally. I. I know you like those. Like those. Yeah. Those. I just don't. They don't do anything for me. I'm just like, all right. Just maybe you guys but, shouldn't have got on. Maybe you shouldn't have got on the submarine, fellas. Maybe that was the problem. Well, yeah. I won't get on one for real. Um, <laughs> but I would. I feel like you had a chance to think about your list, and I. I have to make. So look, I got to change mine. It's got to be. Okay. <laughs> got to change mine. Look at this. I. I got to change mine. It's okay. got to be Crimson Tide. Okay. Out of time. Um, Book of Eli, Inside Man, and then and I think still then uh, uh, I don't know. I think I think still American Gangster. So wait, did you by changing your list, you didn't change your list. No, I put I took um. Oh, you took Inside Man. You put Inside Man on. Yeah, what did I take? Oh, I took off Flight. Oh, it's good. I enjoy it, but I I mean. Flight is really. Ju- I I watched that movie recently, and then all I did is went back and watched the plane land upside down again. I think I watched it like three times. Like this I is mean, the we'll, movie. We'll talk about that when that when we yeah. review because what as we said we're going to review every Denzel Washington movie in alphabetical order. Although I think because the Equalizer is coming out soon, we're going to have to bump that up if we aren't to the if we aren't to the E section by that point. Sure, because we should see it when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, so we will we will get to we will get to flight. But yeah, I think the funny thing about that movie is that in the trailer, it's all about the plane landing upside down, and mm-hmm. you're like, I, you sort of go in going, it's going to be an entire movie about a guy who ends up having to land a plane upside down, <laughs> and that basically happens while the credits are still rolling. <laughs> like Wouldn't like, that be amazing if it was him just landing various planes upside down, <laughs> getting on, uh, getting a flight out of Atlanta, land the plane upside down. We're going to Portland, land the plane upside. Like that would be. Just well, that's that actually brings up an interesting thing about Denzel. The thing that he hasn't done, which makes him rare in Hollywood, is he hasn't been a part of any franchises. Oh, like that's true. He yeah, has, he has not been a part of. You would think that a guy like that, because every actor in Hollywood at some point. I mean, I guess I'm trying to think of who hasn't. Like, like Tom Hanks. Has he been a part of? A, has Tom Hanks ever done a sequel? Um, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, but they're sort of similar in that they they have done a lot of things and made. No, sorry, Tom Hanks, uh, Da Vinci Code. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And Forrest Gump two, a little known movie called Forrest Gump two that just tanked. It just <laughs> tanked. It was, it was. It was. It was the most. It's unknown as the most expensive bomb in the history sure. of Hollywood. Yeah, they spent five hundred million dollars on it. It was shot on the Titanic stage mm-hmm. in the water. It was underwater. Uh, it took place the on the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was. It was a huge. Yeah. So other than that, Forrest Gump two. But is that no, the but, one where he goes back in time? Yes, that's the one where Forrest Gump underwater goes back in time sure. to right all the wrongs from the first movie. Classic. Yes, I think uh, Jackie Chan was also in it because that was a point at which Jackie Chan was really breaking big in Hollywood. <laughs> Forrest Gump to um, Tom Hanks and Jackie Chan writing the wrongs <laughs> underwater in 3D. It was the first 3D movie that Hollywood released—a major, a re- major release movie in 3D. Actually, you're describing a film I really want to see now. <laughs> I gotta be honest. And a film that Denzel wouldn't do because, as we said, no. he does not do he does not do franchises. However, like, he the one area he came close, and I don't know if this is still happening, but Inside Man Two is uh, supposed I, it's to funny, happen. I, I'm revealing, you know, we're gonna throughout this thing reveal our level of Denzel Washington geekitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have I have followed Inside Man Two uh, through Wikipedia listings about it, and uh, at this point, it's not uh-huh. it's not happening. It's not oh. happening. The screenwriter from Inside Man One had agreed to do Part Two. But they just didn't. I mean, and and it shouldn't have because no. I mean, what was you know? It's it, Inside Man's those classic movies where like it's a complete movie. I think they were just 
it was a I don't know maybe it was a way bigger hit than they expected. It was weirdly enough Spike Lee's biggest commercial hit was Inside Man. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know it's a it's a black movie because it's about a black guy, but it's not like the '90s era Spike Lee movies where it's like this is a this is a, this is a black movie about black people, yeah, ha- doing black things. You know, with with black music in the background. He why do I don't know why he wouldn't just go let's just make another movie with that character. I mean, ultimately that's what Inside Man two I would imagine would be. I don't know if it was going to involve the same uh, crime or in any way, but why not just make another movie with Denzel as that? Ca- it's not like Man, will I will Denzel ever work with me again? It's not like he has that problem. <laughs> I don't know why he wouldn't just go. I like this character. Let's use him again. And um, she would tell. I mean, because that he was amazing in that. Yeah, no, she, yes, that's a, that's another thing he does. He has a good history of that. Like he sort of brought Chuet, uh, and I always oh, man, I, I was going to try to just say his name as if I could say it easily. <laughs> I just spit it then, out, and I think it I came know you, out all you right. do. Yeah, you, I think even if you if it doesn't come out all right, the fact that you spit it out helps. Because yeah. when, when you go, here we go. Well, Chuetel, I figured that's edgy for Chuetel, Chuetel. Uh. <laughs> no, you said it right. Wait, my black card is just disappearing. Oh, it's like boy. Back to the Future. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mister Edgy for. Uh, no, that he highlighted that dude, and that dude was great in that movie, yeah. and has has proved himself to be a great actor. But that brings us back to the other thing that no, that we have not been able to. He has not passed that baton off to one actor, the Denzel Washington baton. Will Smith kind of has it, but Will, Will in Smith, a different way, though. He doesn't have that thing where he like he did Ali, and we all went ah, uh, and so he said, "Okay, yeah. I'm not going to do that again. I won't do any more historical." Whereas then, there was a period where if there was a historical movie made about a black man, mm-hmm. Denzel had to do it. Yeah. You know, it was Biko, it was Hurricane, it was Malcolm X. But then, uh, or, but Will Smith always was the action star guy. And I don't think he needed, he, I mean, you know, I, Denzel was, it's weird, Denzel's sort of cemented in his lane, and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, it, it evolves, as we're about to discuss here, it evolves a little bit, but I think Will Smith is sort of on this weird, he's, he's shot higher, but it's a no a weird, more delicate, like precarious kind of this could topple over, and it sort of already has <laughs> at any minute, you know. Well, it's like he's a guy who's sort of like he, you know, clearly he wants to win that Oscar, but it's just how how do you get back to? I mean, he and he's but he's a great actor. Six Degrees of Separation is an amazing movie, yeah, which was an one of his early dramatic movies. But it's it's like he's too big to just be an act. He's Will Smith. He's a brand. Which, yeah, as we talked about Denzel, for some reason he doesn't have to. He doesn't feel like he has. He's he's a brand, but he doesn't get overwhelmed by. Uh, by the movies. Well, I, well. Anyway, this is the podcast, but this is the, the first one, and the, this the the from here on out, we will do a lot of the talk we did today about different things about Denzel and about what's going on in our lives and mm-hmm. wherever that takes us. But we will actually start reviewing every movie in alphabetical order, and we'll also be getting into more Denzel news. Uh, look for that. Uh, and if you don't see any on the internet, you can believe we will have some. Yeah, somewhere there's can, some Denzel news. We're gonna we're gonna find it. And uh, also, you know, we're going to do a lot of other things. Look at Denzel's uh, funniest moments. Uh, look at movies that Denzel should have been in. You know, I read today, I was reading a bunch of, uh, about a bunch of roles he turned down. Movies that he was going to be in that he said oh, no to. Oh, that's good. Let's do that next time. Let's we're going to, yeah, time. so we'll, we could talk about that. And also, I'd, I'd, we might have some guests on here. I'd love to get some other uh, uh, people on here to sort of either agree with us or argue with us. And also, I, would, I, have, I just have fantasies of like... Of comics, uh, people doing Denzel Washington's famous speeches for movies. Yes, that's, that's my. I want to hear Sarah Silverman do the uh, "We Didn't Land on Plymouth Rock" speech from Malcolm X, but that maybe that's just me. 
I don't, I don't know how you could go wrong with that. Though. You really can't. You really can't. So, uh, yeah, keep tuning in. Thanks for listening to our first episode of uh, Denzel Washington is the greatest actor ever, period, point blank. You know. I'm Kevin Avery. I'm Debbie Kamal Bell. See you guys later. Wolf Pop is part of Midroll Media, executive produced by Adam Sachs, Matt Gorley, and Paul Shear.